0: Simply telling us to fall in love And that's why birds do it, please do it Even educated fleas do it Let's do it, let's fall in love Hope they've can't gets their wish, do it Even lazy jellyfish, do it Let's do it, let's fall in love What's up, Castration Nation? You're listening to at the only podcast about the secret life of the American teenager. I'm your nut cutter, Sam Canning. And I'm Jordan Canning, and I don't know anything about bones or God. And we are here to talk about Season 5, Episode 14, It's a Miracle. We are Hallelujah. here for the first time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brenda Hampton wrote this one with Elena Rada and our... Good friend Keith Drusdale. Hallelujah! Keith is back. He's here for he's more cut- wonderful cuts and knowing how to edit a TV show. He's he knows how to use Windows Movie Maker and he's putting in those fade outs. He's putting in those music cues. He's doing all his, let's, his best work. Let's talk about when we feel like we've most recently experienced a miracle in our lives. I feel like it's a miracle that your audacity crashed when we were we hadn't even reached the episode discussion. That's awesome. That's, that's incredible um, i was we recently, barely lost anything i was recently putting a magnet on my fridge and i looked at it and i said i don't know how this fucking works what a miracle i was <laughs> stupid i was recently putting a magnet on your computer while you were trying to record a podcast <laughs> i was recently putting a magnet on to you while you were asleep don't ask why <laughs> Just um, balancing my energies just trying to get that, suck that chi out and, uh, and ruin Greg Turkington's VHS collection. Okay. Well, that, well, okay, now we're gonna have to delete this one again because we are already talking about reference. on cinema. It's okay. Jordan, it's our third take and we, my miracle is that we made it a whole two minutes without talking about on cinema last I feel time. like we didn't talk about on cinema at least at, at any point last episode, so that's pretty mir- miraculous. Um, uh, this episode, but you know the, you know I, the biggest miracle? What is the miracle of those eight crazy nights? Childbirth. The miracle of those eight wild, horny nights. I, I do in... like that you you did just change. <laughs> you changed course. You were about to uh, infringe on the copyright of one Adam Sandler. Well, no, I was I was starting with Adam Sandler, but you know those that oil in that lamp. I feel like Hanukkah is around the corner. I think it might <laughs> even. You are correct. Good job. I think Hanukkah is fast approaching. And that's a miracle good, Well done That's the biggest miracle of them all Is that oil It lasted for those eight those That, eight, that hot oil nights, Oh eight, eight. my god that oil slaps my nuts That oil chops my balls clean off And that tells oil. my <laughs> There's a reason we're talking about castration folks Please don't touch that <laughs> hey. dial Don't touch that, that uh, <laughs> The big don't, ones don't too the, the big ones The little the ones The big too. This is the This is the <laughs> castration episode <laughs> The two, the two big swing miracles. Okay, uh, what did you think of this episode? Because you just watched it. It's, it's important changes renewal, and I think it was it. Okay, uh, I I didn't hear a word you said. You were cutting out the whole time, uh, but I I can't wait to listen to this while I'm editing and hear your wonderful insights. While you figure out your situation. I'll say, uh-huh. my experience with this episode is that I remember precisely two things about it. Interesting. One is uh, the castration line. <laughs> two is that Kathy's dad is a super triple-double vampire. You say triple-double vampire, I say normal dad who's an, uh, a good old Texas cowpoke. Just a, a regular old... dad who drinks blood. Just a normal ass, normal good, low-down, rootin' tootin', shootin' cowboy. Who drinks blood? Okay. Are you ready? Here's another miracle. I've just found the several pages of notes that were accidentally deleted. Oh. That's why my notes were so short. (laughs) That's why your notes are so short. And thanks (laughs) to the glorious (laughs) magic of Google Documents, I can restore the status quo, and I think we're good. I'll I'll tell you what my miracle is going to be. My miracle is going to be if I'm alive at the end of this recording, because I am going to have to close that window... Uh, we're because having fun over here, folks. The the loud driving of it. Uh, <sighs> but if I open my door, then you're gonna hear my laundry. So, it's funny, Audacity both... will see us through these travails. <laughs> the travails. And we will be blessed. Too blessed By to be God. Yeah. Uh, are you ready to talk about the episode? I am. Okay, so we start on the same day as last week's episode, because time is nothing. Uh, Ben is coming back to school after taking Ethan to the airport it is now after school and O'Malley's like hey you want to explain what the fuck you did where the where fuck you... <laughs> were you Ben and then Ben's Ben's like oh don't worry about it Ethan's foster parents said it's okay for him to go to Texas and she's like oh well that's fine then that's great i love to see it if his foster if Ben, if you're telling me that his foster if parents you, said it's okay that you drove him to the airport in the middle of the school day without him leaving a note or talking to we me live or anything. In a, we live in a world where any student can leave school at any time. Yeah, I and that's the that's the true miracle of this episode. Ben says uh Ben explains cuz Miss O'Malley's like what the fuck have you done Ben and he says I made a dream come true. I'm a dream maker, he says. <laughs> He's a dream maker. <laughs> And O'Malley says, Ben, you should go back to counseling. And Ben says, no, I shouldn't. Bye. <laughs> ben, you need therapy. Um, so Omar is here to talk about how, uh, We've seen him at the school once at the beginning of season 5. <laughs> and now it's time. Well for bye. He, he's finished with his student teaching. He needs his paperwork signed off and it was a great time except for the time where a student called him a pervert and he did it such a good job about being uh accused of B.O.'s pervert. False yeah, accusations and O'Malley, O'Malley he did such a good job like, that they oh. gave him applause. She's like, "Oh, Omar, I'm going to miss you. We're we're best friends, didn't you know?" <laughs> and she's We're like, very close she's like well check this out i hope i find work but i've got a meeting i've got an interview with a production company that i'm pitching to do and you I, and I have a I question i can't talk about it yet i you you know do you when you watch this do you remember this plot point from when you first watched the show i think i vaguely remembered it but i i did you have any any predictions on do you remember what his project was that's what i remembered i remembered that omar did this thing i thought and i'm genuinely telling the truth here i thought this was going to be a thing where he because he says it's something very personal to him i thought he was gonna the fucking end of this show for omar is going to be like there's this girl i know her name is adrian and there's another one named amy and they both got pregnant in high school and i want to make a television show about them Based on oh, story. you thought he was gonna do an arrested development Ron Howard. I really, really did. I really thought he was gonna pitch like Adrian the Strong and you know her dad he is. Go- he goes to this meeting with a production company and Brenda Hampton is sitting there in character as herself and she's like, I love it. I can't wait to I can't wait to be very normal about my, my faith. I can't wait to do six seasons of it. That Ashley character, she's gotta go. We can't keep her in here. So, uh, outside. Wa- <laughs> he's, ben is here. Ben is like, you know when Harry Potter drinks the luck potion in the movie and he's just acting like a fucking weirdo? That's I been have, this whole episode. I've only seen the Half-Blood Prince movie once. I hated it so much that I erased it from my brain immediately. <laughs> what a lucky what a lucky experience for you. I also only saw it yeah, once. Yeah, I, I guess I must have had some Felix of my own. Hey! I, uh... It's a miracle, Felix. Whatever the potion's called, I can't ever forget. Felix Daniel, Felicis. Daniel. Sorry, Rad- I, sorry, nerd! I shouldn't have said that. Daniel Radcliffe's very normal acting, uh, and that's what Ben is doing. He's like he's. Daniel like Radcliffe, Felix Felicis scene versus Toby Maguire, black suit, Spider-Man dancing. Two scene. Two extremely different vibes. But very powerful vibes are they sure. because when people describe the Felix Felicis scene in my head, I just picture Daniel Radcliffe doing the Tobey Maguire dance. There's never, there's never a part where he does that. But you know, Fantastic Beasts three. There's still t- it's going to be a big movie, and I think there's an opportunity to maybe squeeze it in. I heard Daniel Radcliffe sings "Bet on It" from High School Musical too. <laughs> that would be the best. Okay, so so Ben sees uh, Omar leaving, and he says goodbye and wishes him and Adrian the best. And he says, "I'm having a stupendous day." Uh, he sees Amy leaving in her car, which is just <laughs> just parked two feet in front of the door. I guess she drives her car into school every day. Yeah, and he it's a it's the Dahir in shot presents school <laughs> the drive in class, yeah. One thing you gotta know is that it's great to, to listen to, man, Retzi Prey is our new, uh, is our new fucking, uh, on cinema, I think. Yeah, for now. For now. Yeah, well, it's just, uh, all the best teachers in high school are on (laughs) a convenient conveyor belt. (laughs) Shut up. That's what, that's what Omar's idea was. (laughs) I've got this great idea. It's a fucking, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a quadcopter that teaches you math. (laughs) It's a quadcopter that, that shoots teachers.
1: Out, no, of it, she, out of it
0: out of it It yeah shoots teachers at you it doesn't kill the teachers so <laughs> it shoots teachers at you so okay so ben ben sees amy about to leave and he's like hey i took ethan to the airport to help him out with kathy and he says it's like casablanca but with a return flight and a happy ending and a happy ending says, hooray says, it's a miracle oh ben ever the romantic and he says maybe not so much goodbye amy jurgens hello life so something happened with ben is this 11th hour character development for our, our good boy Ben? It's been five seasons, maybe Is this it's 11th to last episode character development? <laughs> well, I'm sure it's nothing. So, theme yeah, song time... Lovely um there is oh ben is at his his at his mansion and you know how he how chloe was very nervous about going back to school and uh she was gonna rely on her her new brother to like take her and what a and great school. brother he is well he had to take ethan to the airport for very important reasons, to meet a vampire. And the reasons were so important that when he was leaving school that day, he decided not to give Chloe a ride. There are priorities in life. He's known, he's Ethan's mentor. He's Chloe's brother. Which one is more important to you? Like, he he came back to school. It's not even like he took Ethan and then was like, well, I guess I won't go back to school today. Oh shit, I forgot Chloe needed a ride home. He was at the school and he was just like, well, time to leave. (laughs) So um she's very Chloe upset just with him. watches him driving off and she's like wait wait where are you going? He's oh. like oh I forgot about that. Okay, Jordan, this made me so mad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So uh oh we're, we I've got two notes before the part that made me mad. Let's see what we got. Chloe says that she heard Ben drove Ethan to the airport and she's for some reason How do you know Ethan, reason... Chloe? Uh oh he, she your... talked to Ethan in the Christmas episode. All oh, right. <laughs> your good yeah. friend Ethan. And she's upset that Ben didn't take her with them? She didn't want to be in school. She didn't want to, like, go to classes. So she's mad true. that he left school legally. Yeah. So she says, uh, Ben, you didn't want Ethan to lose Kathy like you lost Amy. You're an idiot, Ben. And he says, yes, I am. And then this is the part that made me mad, okay? Camille says, uh she says, uh, before dinner tonight, I I'm taking... Leo and I are taking Chloe to the bookstore to buy a set of the classics... Because Chloe is going to catch up at home while also going to school. And I just don't understand this idea that, like, you would think that the stuff that she would need help catching up with would be, like, math and maybe science. Yeah. But she's going to catch up at home by, like, reading, what, Moby Dick and the Great Gatsby? I mean, she's really upset that she didn't know who Mrs. Havisham was, or Miss Havisham. Like, literature... (laughs) Of all the classes in high school, literature Do you know what is the fucking one. Happened. It's, it's not like... cumulative. She like went to school the first day and she walked up to one of her cool teen friends. Let's call her Ethel. And then she's like, hi, I'm, I'm Chloe. And she says, call me Ishmael. And she's like, I don't know what that means. And then she walks up to her other friend. And then the other <laughs> no, friend she, is like. It, this, is, this is exactly what happened. But the, the friend, she walks up to a teen whose name is Ishmael. Yeah, she walks up to another boy named Ishmael. And he's really cute. And she's like, ooh, this guy's cute. And then he says. Call he, me Ishmael. He says, call me Ishmael. And then he says, okay, old sport. And she, he's like, don't you get it? And she's like, I don't get it. And he's like, you don't know the hot book of Great Gatsby? Come on, get with the time. He's so, like, hey, you better hope there's no billboards, am I right? And she's like, ah, ah. <laughs> Oh, fuck that book. Brendan In Hampton world... is such an English major if In she fucking world... <laughs> thinks that there's any need to catch up by reading the classics. In Just a world fucking In a world only references classic movies and books, uh, I think... I've th- never read a book and I'm crushing it at life. I have a podcast and that's it. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Camille says that they're going to Jeff's The Only Bar and Grill and Buffet at (laughs) 7. And Ben says, oh, that's fine, I'll just just eat at home tonight for no reason. And Camille's like, well, okay, just let your dad know that you're not coming. And Ben's like, okay, never mind, I'll go. It would have been really funny if Ben didn't come to to dinner that night. That would have been really funny. I'm sick of Jeff's, Uh, I only ever eat at Jeff's, I want to eat somewhere else. Yeah, so Chloe tells Ben... Uh, she's like, oh, just so you know, Ben, I didn't say anything about you know, which means that when she like closed her eyes for two seconds, she was not lucid; she was completely asleep. She closed her eyes for two seconds and then goes, "Oh, hey, uh, hey, Leo, Dad, uh, Amy and Ricky aren't married." Ben looked it up online, and there was no record of their wedding. Yeah, it's a cartoon. Okay, now we're we're in Texas House Uh with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre man. He i saw him blink once in this episode <laughs> i'm, would be not, I'm funny, not fucking kidding it would be funny if it was like a joke but i think it's not a joke i think they're just like we need you to play a scary dad for a boyfriend to meet and he's like oh my god this guy's so much he's just like state your case state he's your case. he's a fucking vampire i swear to god and i have i have points that i will that i will uh, he live number one he lives in a big ass house Right, like vampires. Well, vampires live in, like, castles. He lives in Texelvania. (laughs) Sure. So, so Kathy's dad tells Ethan, he's like, I don't like surprises. Which means that Margaret legit did buy Ethan this plane ticket without without fucking talking to Kathy's family. Well, yeah, no one had uh, his phone number Uh, by his own, you know, textual evidence he says. Right, and that you can't get it through Kathy or her grandma. So, Ethan... Ethan, throughout the scene, this is the, the recurring thing for this scene, is Ethan is like He's, he's hey, a uh boy. Can, Yeah, can I have something to eat? And Kathy's dad explains. Didn't you eat on first he's class? Like, Didn't they feed yeah, you? Yeah, he's like, oh, we, we already ate. We had an early dinner before picking Kathy up at the airport. And he says, and thank God, otherwise I wouldn't have any appetite right now. <laughs> Which, by the way, don't, if you're going to pick up your daughter, don't fucking eat dinner before you, like, she oh, we ate a not- weirdly early dinner before we picked her up at the airport. Get dinner with your daughter! What the fuck is your problem? Uh I have a feeling that these people At least I like the fact that Kathy has a very nice, seemingly normal mom and then a vampire dad. And well that's that's my that's what my first point, other than him not blinking. So my second point on why he's a vampire. They got an early dinner. That's a fucking lie. They they don't want him to know, okay, because Kathy's dad tells is- Ethan, he says, uh, don't think you're staying here overnight. You're taking the first flight <laughs> out of here because he's going to have to a- feed. Yes, they have to feed. My audacity keeps like lagging. Okay, uh we're back. We had technical difficulties, we're back. Uh and in the in the brief break, uh Donald Trump is being impeached. Okay. So <laughs> is, is something happening? Uh I mean the Senate's probably going to acquit him because they Well, they lo- they're they're fucking ghouls, but. Yeah, because they're mostly Republicans. Uh anyway. It's pretty funny. Okay. So uh what the fuck was i saying kathy's dad thank heavens we ate before we went to the airport or early dinner appetite a lie they did not have dinner he says ethan don't think you're staying over here overnight we're putting you on a plane and flying you back to california uh i just punched my microphone because i'm so i'm so excited to talk about how he's a vampire he obviously they don't sleep they can't have ethan here to see that why they wouldn't will they feed on you feed why wouldn't they feed on ethan they've got a a, all-you-can-eat buffet that's just well they 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 would love to feed on ethan but a uh people know he's here so that's not going to do it b uh he hasn't had anything to eat so he's got no uh nutrition right now um is kathy a vampire I don't think so. I think that uh, he, that Kathy's dad was turned after she left. It's a recent development. Hmm. But wouldn't she think that's kind of odd that her dad is acting like this? Well, he just always acts like that. <laughs> okay, so uh, he, he tells Ethan, he's like, state your case. And Ethan stands up for some reason and starts making a speech. And he says, he says Kathy's like the- parents, which is you. Oh, also his name is Edward. So he's a vampire. He is a vampire. Uh, yeah, so he says, uh, you were mean to Kathy by shipping her off to California, and then he says, yeah, well, that's what you get when you're a pregnant teenager. And then Ethan says, uh, Kathy's comfortable in California, and Edward says, she shouldn't be comfortable. There's a lesson to be learned here. Guilt is a good thing, and Normal. so is a small amount of shame. I love great parents. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Uh, he's, this is, I, I have a, a, a problem with this scene. Mm -hmm. just one just one just the one um everything that edward kathy's dad is saying he's basically just like laying out the philosophy of the show yeah which is when we look at amy we look at kathy we look at adrian uh we are supposed to believe they should be learning a lesson they should feel guilty they should feel shame for what they did yeah but despite that, despite Kathy's dad saying exactly what the show believes, we're supposed to be like rooting for Ethan and be like, "Oh, fuck this guy, this guy's an asshole because he's yeah, well cause Ethan, Ethan horny and because he's the love. like little romantic soft boy. What Ethan should have said is, well, sir, I do agree with you wholeheartedly, and I do agree that shame is good in many situations. And I respect our troops while and I am. I respect it. our troops, and I love Christ, and I love Jesus, and here, I got you this giant cross necklace, and he's like, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 get that away from <laughs> me! <laughs> Kathy, I, uh, how about, I, how about we go out to a nice Italian restaurant? No, 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 no! no. <laughs> do you want to go a out to a nice for steak? Catholic ah! Italian restaurant? No! No stakes! No stakes! So, <laughs> <laughs> Ethan then asks Edward, he's like, do you hit your daughter? And he says, no. And he says, good, because if you did, I would hit you, and I wouldn't feel guilty or ashamed. And Edward's it's just like, like, cool, do, man. Do it, coward. Do it. And then... dude ethan ethan is like he's he's creating a hypothetical and then getting mad about it (laughs) telling he's he's like he's like you mr kathy's dad i am a boy on the verge of being (laughs) on the verge i will be on the verge if you put me on the verge oh he's like well i didn't he's like well good good because i would have been on the verge if you did and then he stands up and he's like hit me do it coward and then <laughs> kill me in one shot better fucking kill me in one shot better get that Put it through the heart. <laughs> and then kathy's mom walks in and she looks normal maybe oh i, don't think- I have one one more yeah. note this is a point yes. from lauren about how he's definitely a vampire Mm-hmm. they're uh, supposedly living in texas and they've got the fucking fireplace on come on that's like january it's after christmas it's texas I don't know what you think is Texas. I I've never been, but I'm pretty sure it gets cold in parts of no. Texas. Okay, you you think all of Texas is cowboy town and it's all like desert, like like a Red Dead Redemption? No, no, no. There's also Austin, which is uh, I, mm. Interesting. I think my uh, perceptions of Texas have been fully warped with within this just one one moment of my life, and there are vampires there. So <laughs> it's mostly vampires, but also <laughs> Portland is there. Red Dead Redemption <laughs> vampire mode. Do you think that? vamps from texas are dumb <laughs> i do Ooh. so kathy's mom comes in and they say that they should all sit down and then ethan asks them for food again and then uh yeehaw rootin tootin vampire rancher calls in evelyn the maid oh yeah comes- uh i don't know when we learned this but apparently uh yeah their her dad is like rich because he breeds racehorses i guess he breaks racehorses with a hammer. Well, that's not nice. I thought uh, correct me if I'm wrong, is 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 breaking a horse does that mean to to make them make love know, to it? Yeah. Make <laughs> it's to make two horses make sweet sensual love? <laughs> no. No. No, Jordan. No. Wait. Is it is it not to tame the horses? Yeah. So he's taming horses, yeah, by making love to them. <laughs> So he calls Evelyn in and uh Ethan's like, please, can I get some food or chips or a cracker or anything? And then uh Kathy's like, Evelyn, can you make Ethan a sandwich? Because I think he's getting delirious. And Ethan leaves the room and he's like Joker laughing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he walks out of the room like, <laughs> like what's he doing? Like, he's delirious from hunger. He loves uh, it, but he's not ready for what he's about to receive, which is hot chip. This is yeah, how they do so it down in Texas. Eating hot chip and lying. He's lying about how how he's never had a hot chip before. He yeah, and and we get a fu- the fucking sassy Latina housekeeper <laughs> is like, she's like, you need to be a man. You need to show some testosterone. And he's like, it's really oh, funny. The chip spicy. And she's like, you got to man up. This is Texas. Ethan's dad is a vampire horse rancher who's like completely horse de- I mean, they're from Texas. They're all horse fuckers. Hey! Down there. Oh! Sorry to anyone who's from no, Texas or who's kidding. ever been to Texas. I'm sure there's I'm, uh, Ted Cruz. Oh, hey! oh, Beto. But um, this man is a rootin' tootin' vampire, and yes. he's like, I need a maid. I need the sassiest one I can find. Yeah. Well, she's probably a vampire too. Do you think? Is she a sassy vampire? Do they make him sassy? I just think that you can't trust a non-vampire. To I want to see a scene where Kathy, Kathy's mom, Edward and the and the maid all play baseball to uh Supermassive Black Hole. Supermassive black hole. I think that'd be what this show needs. So Man, she says I, that he I hate that movie, but that scene is It's classic. Just great. Uh, so, so yeah, Evelyn tells him she's like, You need to get some cojones. And he's like He's like, the champ, I <laughs> the don't champ. get why people like the spicy champ. food. <laughs> Anyways, we're at, uh, we're at Ken Fields office in a very, we cut dour... directly to Ricky going, I don't even like her. She bought a rag for a wedding dress. Ken Fields has seen the wedding dress and he agrees that it's a rag. By the way, hi Ken Fields. I feel like we haven't seen you since season four. It's been a while. It's been a while. He's like, he, well, he's, Ricky just said he doesn't like Amy. Yeah, that's, uh, how in the world is that news to you? I mean, I- We've I, known this for a whole season of this television show plus. I could tell that he didn't like Amy. I just didn't think that the show could tell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, kudos to, to Ricky for, uh, for being open and honest with his therapist. Uh, break up with Amy and get on with your life, you fucking creep. Here, let um, me let me go close my door. The The dryer just turned back on nothing's drier than our our wit i say so so kenfield says that amy's dress is her decision yeah and ricky says it's more than just the dress i work yeah. my ass off i pay Rick- the rent that's free i study for my for college it's free i cook. I all pay the our expenses of the cost of diapers i buy the diapers in this relationship and i cook it's when I cook, not shitty vegetarian. And spaghetti. all Amy does is charge her phone. <laughs> She's hot chip, and she lied. So yeah, uh and uh, he, I yeah, want to say that the whole time Darren Kagasov has like the the hints of tears in his eyes. Yeah, see. he's he's like about to cry. He's on the verge of tears. He's a boy on the <laughs> and verge. As he born after 1993. <laughs> He's, a ver- he's on the verge of tears as he talks about how amazing he is, and he's like, I do everything, Amy doesn't do anything, and I'm sick of arguing with her, and I'm sick of her. And you know how we don't like Ken Fields? Yeah. I, I miss when I thought that he might be the answer to literally anyone's problems. No, Ricky needs a different therapist, and I also think that Ricky- he doesn't- Ken Fields doesn't even address the fact that Ricky said he doesn't like Amy. Oh, you well well Ken Fields is invested he he's a Raimi shipper. He doesn't want to hear that. (laughs) So Ricky Ricky admits he's like, Oh, by the way, we're not really married and I don't want to marry her. And he says he says, I'm in love with her, but I can tell she's not in love with me, and I deserve a woman who is. And that's yeah, that's when Ken Fields has been listening to all this and he's just like, hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I mean the dress is her choice. It's like, cool man. (laughs) You're a very good therapist. You're crushing it. Yeah, he asks. He asks. He says two things to Ricky in the scene. He says the dress is her choice, and he says, "Oh, you're not married." Feel and that's the, the end of the scene. Feel the lack of love. <laughs> so Grace is studying, and Jack Jack walks in and says, "Take off my cast. I'm fine. my My I name love, is Apollo Grace, Justice. I'm better. I'm fine." I get it. I, I prayed to the Lord, and he fixed my arm. I can what tell. Take can my happen? cast off, please. What here's happened a pair to of... Jack? Here's Jack? a pair of rounded scissors. <laughs> Jack, can I... Can I say a theory? I What's think that? that Jack might have been visited by an angel. You think that Jack met God? No, I think Jack met an angel armed with a baseball bat who beat the love of Christ into him. <laughs> 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 Grace, Grace says, uh, she's can I like, also Jack- tell you my other, um, initial theory about this? Yes. Is that Jack has, uh, this was the world's worst marriage proposal. Jack rescued, uh, a, a oh, sex Oh, you think, <laughs> you think that Jack has, has put tattoo- an engagement ring into his cast? No, I think Jack got a tattoo that said, uh, Grace Bowman, will you marry me? And then intentionally angered a pimp so that the pimp would beat him to a pulp and then when grace takes the cast off him she'd see his tattoo and be very touched that's how uh that's how they do gender reveals now (laughs) step god i wish we got a gender reveal in this show why hasn't there been i guess maybe it wasn't really a thing back then that's amazing that it's a thing now and it wasn't a thing back then yeah, Back it, it really age. caught on in the recent years. Anyway, oh, Grace is like, God. Jack, your your arms are not fixed. The doctor said it would be like three weeks from now. I want to throw Jack... out that Jack has been in a coma for three months and then more time passed after the Christmas special. Like, like Jack's bones are fine, right? I I, I, I looked f- it up, I looked it up no, and it I don't know how six, long it I takes it a up. bone to heal. It's a six to 12 weeks max for a bone fracture to heal. I guess. I, I don't know man. I think what if it, what if they stapled it? You're right. I forgot that he's been transplanted into a new body and they're waiting for the the body to accept him, which it never will. They're waiting to find out if he's drift compatible with himself. <laughs> man, that so, didn't make any sense. So, uh Grace uh, uh, Jack is like, "Oh, my arms are fixed and also my legs are fixed. Praise the Lord." And Grace says, "Yeah, praise the Lord and pass the sanity." <laughs> It's so funny that Grace cannot coordinate her Christianity with others. The second Jack (laughs) is like, he is turned into the Flanders Christian and now Grace is like, Jack, you're not respecting the medical science. Your bones can't Jack, just heal by a I'm miracle. Euphoric right now, get out Jack, of here, Jack. There is no God, and also my dad was killed by God, and also I love. And then and also like, my dad was God. My dad was. It's. I have a really complicated uh, relationship with my faith. And then you know, f- four episodes ago, she was like, "Oh my fucking God!" This show's relationship with Christian Christianity is so weird. Yeah. So Grace says, Jack. You need to settle down and watch some TV. The Mighty Hour is on, which I assume is some fucking 700 Club bullshit. Uh, Didn't Jack say that he believes that he could be on that show now? Yes, he says he could go... Okay, this is so, like, I'm... Okay, Jack says, uh, oh, I could probably go on that show because this is a miracle. My arms are all better. And I'm like, I don't... Shows like that are bullshit, but Jack, if you were gonna go on that show... You fucking woke up from a coma on Christmas Eve when someone rang a bell. <laughs> you yeah. could have already been on that show, you idiot. That's just cuz he's a big fan of Dark Souls. So that's oh, that and then work. Uh, I thought the bell was in um Is there a bell in Bloodborne? Yeah, but the bells you ring the the two bells in Dark Souls, remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's when you have to fight the bell gargoyles and it's fucking bullshit. Fuck that game. Yeah, I do, I do yeah. like that game. It's a so game. uh so It's okay jack is like you're the one who got me into christianity i thought you'd be a little more excited for me (laughs) (laughs) yeah like grace you're a christian i thought you'd be a fucking idiot too (laughs) she's a christian first and then a doctor and then a conservative in that and then an idiot (laughs) and then and then an idiot and most of all she hates amy So, uh, we go to Adrian's condo, uh, sorry, Leo's condo that Adrian stays in, uh, Omar (sighs) brings home some steaks, and Adrian's like, oh, cool, I'll be in charge of dessert, do you want dessert (laughs) first or after dinner? Sex. Oh, wow. So, um, man, so, so, uh, just a heads up, my notes are gone from here, so until I get to- Oh, I thought you got them back. Yeah, I got some of them back. Oh, okay. well, don't worry i'll i I got it. I have everything uh, up until um Ben realized that, like when he's talking to No spoilers, about, I'm just I'm letting you know and you can yeah, yeah. This out. so yeah. Omar, so Omar says that the interview went well, and he's like, maybe we can talk about replacing my old furniture. And Adrian says it's fine. I can get used to it. And Omar says the furniture looks so fucking fine. He says I'm tired of torturing you with it. So he has every moment of Adrian's life is spent in agony looking at normal couch. But that means that Omar was legitimately he had that furniture and he was just like (laughs) (laughs) let's go fuck with her. Maybe maybe what we don't know we haven't sat on that couch. Maybe that couch is like perpetually like heated to 115 degrees or something oh. it's just awful to sit on i hate when that happens so omar uh sees adrian's textbook which is uh psychology the science of behavior by you found that funnier than i did and, he's like uh he's like wow you like psychology you must be a freshman in college because fucking every <laughs> freshman in the world takes psychology and she's like I yeah sure did. i think i me too and she's like i think i can make a career out of this and, and he's like no and i said me too i me thought too. i thought <laughs> exactly and he's like she says there's a whole psychology to jury selection is there i mean probably don't you want to be a lawyer <laughs> I don't know what Adrian wants to and do. And then he to, he's to like, explain he's like... to explain what I was saying about the textbook. By the way, apparently this is a real textbook uh, called yeah, Psychology: just... The Science of Behavior. Uh, you can go to our Twitter to see what I'm talking about. I guess for some copyright whatever reasons they they like covered up the authors' names by just like putting lines and dots all over them, like it's a fucking captcha. <laughs> it's very weird uh so omar says uh hey uh would you are you gonna be okay with me being a teacher for a living uh because i'm about to coax you into snafu because because i'm not gonna be making that much money as a teacher and she says well that's fine like i'll i'll take care of you uh because i guess they've decided they're getting married is it weird that adrian and omar have like the best relationship on this show now I mean, man, remember for like two and a half seasons when Adrian was our favorite character? She was good for a while. I just think it's funny that Omar is like, he's, you know, he doesn't mind. I mean, he does. Here's the thing. Omar knows that he's just uh made a lot of money, but like Omar wouldn't mind making less than his wife. He is familiar with wedding dress brands and he's not <laughs> he, no homo, but he's not ashamed of it. He, he yeah loves i his, mean omar's not omar he loves just, to he's... date high school girls <laughs> oh <laughs> so close oh ooh, ooh man so close yeah I so he about reveals that. the big news you forgot about that girl that he's currently dating and how he met her when he was 24 and she was in high school yeah um so he has revealed that he has come up with he rolls in. He's doing invention, which is a recliner with no, no, wheels. No, no, no. We, we get that later. Oh, is that in another scene? My bad. Yeah. So, so what happens right now is so Adrian. Oh, that's right. He pu- she pulls out some steaks. Yeah, and she, then... <laughs> she's going through the bag of steaks. As you do, just like let me see what's wow. in this stakes. Damn, that's marbled. Whew. <laughs> anything? Anything under the stakes? <laughs> uh, wow! And another. Sure steak. enough. Hell yeah. Sure enough, there is a wedding ring at the bottom. And Omar gets on one knee, and he proposes for real, and Adrian says yes, and yay. Remember when he did that? And she, like, uh not that long ago, chronologically, and so she said, oh my god, you've ruined everything. I mean, we did have a time skip where every single character's relationships became a lot stronger. Except for Ricky and Amy's. Except for Ricky and Amy's. <sighs> What's next? But yeah, like, Ethan and Ben became best friends, Amy and Kathy got really close, so maybe Omar and Adrian are in love now. They're in love, and he this ring he got from a Russian count. Yes, that's a callback. So Ricky is at, back at Dr. Field's office still, oh, and he says, oh. he, we, cut, we cut directly from Adrian accepting Omar's proposal to Ricky going, Oh my going, god. I Ricky's wish. like, You know, I had a better relationship with Adrian than I ever did with Amy, which remember is when you fucking absolutely remember not true. Remember when you knocked on her door and screamed at her to have sex with you, Ricky? And you Those- kind of hit her? this guy man i'm just thinking back to those those halcyon days of uh but she didn't complain as much you know the halcyon days of one of these days ricky's gonna get good and he's gonna be the good boy for the rest of the show again it could happen at the very last scene of the show (laughs) and i'd be right i can't wait ricky's gonna be such a good boy when he dies in that car accident perfect special (laughs) boy my spoilers my sweet little man uh so uh ricky's ricky's like oh yeah it was so good with adrian she always said what she was thinking she was so passionate and i'm just like watching this like (laughs) ricky do you remember when adrian was like ricky i want a committed relationship with you and no more cheating and then immediately cheated on you and then you immediately cheated on her and then (laughs) it was not ricky it it was not good remember when she had oh oh we gotta watch this we gotta watch season one and two again (laughs) And Ken, the world's worst fucking therapist, who knew all of these things about Ricky's relationship with Adrian, he doesn't fucking say, like, oh, I think you're looking at it with rose-colored glasses or whatever. Ken's just like, oh, well, you know, your relationship with Adrian was less complicated than your relationship with Amy, and that's why you want it again. Ken Fields is yes-anding his way through therapy. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, He's like, yes, Adrian was a great girlfriend, and you should break up with Amy. No, he doesn't say that. Uh, God, oh I wish my. he said that. God, I wish he uh, said that. So Ricky is like, "Well, I don't want a complicated relationship." And Ken says, "Ah, I see you're cheating on Amy." And I'm just like, "Ken, you are the worst therapist." <laughs> well, listen, Ricky, I still remember the time you kissed my daughter. I'm gonna kick your ass. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my revenge by keeping so by you in a horrible relationship. Worst. Oh my. <laughs> I'm gonna get my revenge by being a very bad therapist. When Ricky to you. when Ricky gets adult divorced at age twenty-eight or whatever, can feel like Only gonna- Only in a conversation about secret life would you use the phrase adult divorced. I mean, you know these teens are getting divorced. Ricky Damn, he an adult and he got divorced. You gotta remember that Adrian is a, a divorced woman. Yeah, and Man. then she showed Dante her canvas. Uh, you remember Dante? Who was he? Was that uh, A.K.A. special Bow wow? guest star Shad Moss A.K.A. Bow Wow's character Dante? Remember Daniel? Who? So God, Dante is Omar's brother, huh? That's weird. So Dante, says, when when Adrian and Omar get married, Dante will be at the wedding. No, he was probably so at Christmas dinner. <laughs> he probably was. Hey, Adrian! So, nice so Christmas. Ricky says, uh, I love Amy. I have to love her. And Ken says, well, why, why do you feel that way? And he says, because I want the perfect family for my son. And Out of the Ken park! And Ken his remember mouth when, to give when I, advice and therapy, and then we cut to the next scene. Remember when I asked you last episode why you think Ricky is with Amy and you said that? Nice job. Out of the park. Yay. You gotta so, play the game with hot. <laughs> so we go to Jeff's The Only Bar and Grill and Buffet. Yay! And Ben is here. Uh, okay. And there's a hostess... Who, in my opinion, looks way too much like Counselor O'Malley? She looks a lot like Counselor O'Malley, and I don't know why, but she's counting a big wad of money. That she's, she's uh, violating the the sacred and ethical agreements of hostessing at a restaurant—that you don't do this kind of thing. People are not allowed to know that you get paid. So, oh, I just uh, meant I just meant the thing where she said where the the snafu that she participates in. Oh yeah, this is weird. This is weird. But we'll 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 ease into it. So Ben Ben walks in and he's like, hey. Uh, is my family here and and uh Councillor O'Malley says uh, no ben, uh they're not but check the check the botchy pit. they might be over there. we're expanding <laughs> they're they're not <laughs> they're not they're not here yet. But we've got the booth all ready for you, and Ben's like, "My dad uh, hates booths. My dad hates booths. He prefers a table." And this is like, absolute bullshit. Leo so he's is a like, crime "Well, boss. he requested a booth tonight." He, Leo is a crime boss. He wants the booth in the corner of the restaurant where he can sit with his goons. At his, there is no way he'd put himself in a vulnerable position like a table. Can the I other, say, al- yeah, we've seen a lot of scenes of of uh, Leo at, rest, at, at Jeff's. I don't think that we've ever seen him at a booth. We've seen, when they did that double date with, like, Amy and her best boyfriend, like, all the double teen dates seem to happen at booths, or, like, The teens always sit in a booth, but Leo always has a table. <laughs> he's you know, everyone knows his name. He he, he, wants, he needs to be able to see that. all the entry points, uh, so he knows if anyone's, uh, if he's in he danger wants, or uh, anything. He wants the end of Sopranos to happen to him, so he doesn't have to be on the show t- anymore. He'll just <laughs> I was going to say for he dinner. doesn't want it, but sure. No, he... uh, so. He just sits uh, down at the table and it cuts to black. He was on The Sopranos. He was on The Sopranos. That's right. So, so Ben sits down at the booth, and then we cut back to hostess O'Malley, and Dylan walks in. Never thought we'd be seeing her again. Genuinely, and, she, and she's like, she's like, "Hi, uh, we should have a table f- reserved for three for Prince Albert," and then the hostess is like, "Oh yeah, we yep, right, right this way," and she's like, "Sorry, my dad is funny." Please. Ha ha ha. And she's very dressed up for what she thinks is dinner with her parents, mind well, you. You know, that she read the script. Uh, she yeah. got, she got, she got, it's really weird. She thought she was gonna, uh, go out for dinner and then she put on, uh, the love I saw in you was just a mirage for her first dinner at Jeff's The Only Bar and Grill with her family. <laughs> so, so the hostess takes Dylan to Ben's booth and it was a fucking snafu and, uh, I just think this is above her pay grade. I don't think this is what hostesses are usually- Right, like, if, if I was working at a restaurant and I got a call from I need from you to someone, trick my son into going on a date with a girl. Right, like, when when the girl comes in and says she has a reservation for Prince Albert, direct her to the boy. I mean, hey, fucking capitalist healthscape service industry, if there's a regular customer we'll who- We'll give makes you a, a tip week, of $1. Yeah, if there's a regular who makes a fucking stupid request like this to Andy's the manager- and he, well, you know, he's the sausage king. So Dylan, Dylan is like, this is such a weird line because she, she sits down with Ben and she's like, she's like, oh, I, I guess that they set us up. They set up some weird thing where we're, where you didn't realize we had a date tonight. And uh, I guess they d- decided they don't want us not to be together for some reason. <laughs> All of so season, she- beginning of season five was fucking nothing. There's no reason for it. <laughs> Yeah, so Ben is like sorry, season so, four, the end of season four. Yeah, so Ben is like, so do do you uh do you have you eaten here before? And she's like, oh, I I think I think she eaten here with him before. But he's like, did your fa- does your family come here? And she says, no, my family never goes out to dinner. My only mom cooks club. every night. O- only the club, the club, right? But other than that, we only we only Rich eat home cooked dinners, and I just. I like want to know Lady the Sonata. conversation that Dylan had with her parents where they were like,
1: Dylan, hey Dylan. honey,
0: tonight we're driving two hours out to Los Angeles <laughs> and we're going to go to Jeff's, the only bar, grill, buffet, and bocce pit. And, uh, and we are going to have a family dinner Meet us there. I know we're all at home right now, but I have some very important business and to participate like, wait, 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 what's what's the occasion? We never go out to dinner. Dress and yourself like, in your oh, Sunday best. It's, it's nothing important, but dress like it's a date. Dress like you're going on a date with Ben Boykovich. I'm going to meet you there. Um, I've got I, you go yourself. I'll we'll meet you there. I'm running late. I'm yeah, like, r- I'm running right late. I'm sitting here watching TV <laughs> in my pajamas. I'm asleep right now. So Dylan and Ben are, are catching up and Dylan's like, oh, going to the girls' school was a mistake. It's really hard and everyone hates us because they're all girls and girls hate All my hate friends everyone. disappeared. They got girls cut from girls. the show so <laughs> I have no yeah, friends I'm the anymore. only one of my friend group who still exists. <laughs> uh, and then Ben is like, well, Dylan, I've been having a really wonderful day and seeing you makes it even better. And Dylan's like, well, I've been having a horrible day, but seeing you makes it better. And Ben's like, do you want to you think that you might want three ready for round three you want to you want to try things again and she's like well ben it i don't it feels like kind of a waste of my time because i know that you're in love with amy and he's, and he's like, like bitch he's you like, thought yeah about that flashback. A funny thing happened on the way to the airport today flashback so um should i tell a- you now or later what? that this is the last time we ever see dylan oh <laughs> what does that mean what does that mean for ben fuck am i know dude <laughs> are you sure because you've been wrong about this before dylan does not come back we don't even see her again this episode ben got a mysterious phone call this week and i'm i've been thinking about it since i watched. okay so this is like keith's choice staging I actually kind of think this scene is interesting in a ways, but it's also really bad cuz it's on this show, but it's like trying yeah, something. That, I it's it's trying to do something. It's, it just feels like so little, so late, you know. Yeah, They're it's at, like I would have loved one one point this scene point in season them. 2. Uh I think that they got a surprisingly decent look alike to the drop off point at the Burbank Airport. It looks pretty good. I so, I was like I was like, "Oh, this, this is clearly not it." But they, it's okay. It's which like one is five is that, out of ten? That, is which is, is better Hope? than I would have expected. <laughs> is that Bob Hope right? Uh, I Bob Hope's dead, so I don't think he's in this scene, Jordan. He's not James Dean. He's so, dead. <laughs> ding! There's so our answer. Great job. So, Dean. So, th- do you have your notes again? Uh, it comes back here. So, Ethan is okay. uh basically ben and ethan are are talking about like f- first loves and and as they're like pulling ethan's like talking about why he wants to go see kathy and why right he's he's basically saying like why ben fell in love with amy or why he thinks he did and they're like in traffic at the airport because there's so many cars and taxis and stuff yeah and four of them four four entire cars picking up four and extra cars people in the white zone and as they're like slowly approaching, Ben has this sort of moment of realization where he he realizes.
1: Cause, oh, oh cause... I, I'm
0: I'm sorry. Did I I have an important question leading up to that moment? Uh huh. Did you have a horrifying sinking feeling in your stomach like I did when Ethan's like, "Oh, Kathy's gonna come back with me. I'm sure of it." Uh, I'm sure that I'm gonna marry her, and we're gonna have children, and name them after people who have been good to us. That they were gonna do, like, my two best friends, fucking Ben and, uh, and my- my son. I thought that Ethan was about to say that we'll name our firstborn son Ben. (laughs) And Ben and Amy. And it's- it's honestly kinda ice cold that he doesn't say that. Why bring that up, then? He's gonna name the- he says, like, I name him after people who helped us out. Ben, Shaker- (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what Ethan's last name is, actually. Or Kathy, for that matter. Uh, Foster. Kathy Foster? Yeah, or from Ethan- the thermals. So, oh. Ben... It would be really uh, funny if Ethan's last name was Foster, because he's always in foster care. Yeah, that was what I was thinking. Oh. Can I tell you? Yeah. Um, You know uh, a certain baker that we both worked with named Scott? Yes. I, to this day... I worked with that man for, like, two years, and I never was able to learn his last name because, that's... for some reason, my brain just refused to accept that his name was not Scott Baker. <laughs> you dumbass. Which is, I mean, I guess that's for the best, because we shouldn't dox this weird, weird man on our podcast. So, so... The, the man who said he would shoot me in the face with a shotgun. <laughs> So, Ben has this. Ethan's like being the weird voice of reason, kind of, about Ben and Amy's relationship. Kind of. Kind of. Because he's like, because when he says, like, he tells Ben, and I don't believe him for a second, but he tells Ben. To set this up, Ben is like, oh, I know how you're feeling. That's how I feel about Amy. And Ethan's like, oh, tell me, tell me how you fell in love with Amy. And Ben's like, oh, well, I saw her in the hallway and grace blah 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 but alice said i should go for amy and he's like oh so she oh. was your second choice so you, yeah she was your second choice alice picked her for you and ben's like well yeah but i i fell in love with her instantly it was love and at first Ethan's sight like, between the two of us and she's he's like well did she love you as much as you loved her and he's like well yeah of course she did i mean i you know I Well, got he, it. he's like well i mean she was she was looking at ricky but i i mean i don't think she even knew who i was when i called her to ask her out but we were in love at first. Real sight, I think. Ugh. And then Ethan's like, what well, sounds like season- you. Ben, it's season 5. Why is this happening now? It's like I feel like we've had this epiphany before just Ben didn't think... internalize it maybe. But but Ben Ethan's like, uh, well, it sounds to me like you just wanted to be in love and then when you found out she was pregnant, you couldn't tell if you were in love with her or feeling sympathy for her. And I know, cause I've been there. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, Ethan. Why are you? What What information do you have that he didn't have that you're like, no? With me, it's real. I can tell. Well, he's on the way to fly out to Houston to be normal and regular, right? Um, which Ben would tells, never have done. He, when he tells flew Ben out to New a, York. A, a true fact about his life that he says when when Kathy had her baby and gave up her baby, it made me love her more, and I realize that it's not a rescue mission. And then Ben is like. Oh, it's not my first, it wasn't my first, the love, it was all, it was all an overreaction. It was all a mirage. Five seasons later, it's finally my turn to realize I'm very happy in this episode, because I realize only now. I I don't know, I don't know why Ethan's like, well, I could tell that it was real for me, because I still loved her when she gave the baby up. Uh, like what why is it different for ben like when when ben was like oh she's gonna be okay she's got support from her family and and ricky's taking care of the baby and then ben still felt like he was in love with her why is that different like i i, I don't know man i just i don't well, see any reason is, to believe that Ethan he's gonna is have sincerely to hire a hooker because he wanted to bone i think right. ethan is accepting at the moment of the fact that he's not gonna get fucky oh he's he's extremely accepting it he's (laughs) he loves it (laughs) he demands it (laughs) but we'll get there in a moment ben was Uh, so horned up that he i think that's the difference of why he was like i'm gonna i need a hooker i need to bone you we're gonna and then amy said we're gonna have lots and lots of sex and then smiled and and lied and forgot and, and forgot she she completely forgot I don't want to say she lied. I think she forgot. She forgot. She forgot. She forgot. Uh, I, I do have one last note about this scene, which is that uh, Ben is like, "So what about the guy who got Kathy pregnant? Like, is he not? Is he not in Texas and uh, and like waiting to see her again or whatever?" And Ethan's like, "Oh, he took a powder." Sure. I don't know which if that apparently even... is 1920s slang for oh. leaving to avoid unpleasant consequences. Oh my God! He took the L thanks brenda thanks brenda uh, this is why this is fucking why chloe wants to read great expectations and fucking you know the d- d- Catcher in the so you can she know just... what her best friend ethan is talking about when yeah. he says took a powder yeah seriously that's what all uh, the teams I, on the show I, talk like i have a call out post for keith Trustell, <laughs> sure which is that there is i would say uh a very established way of ending a flashback in a TV show yeah you either f- you either flash forward to the person who was telling the story so it's like oh here's what happened on the way to the airport and then you come back and he's like so that's when i decided but no you can either do that, I would say, or you can just go to commercial from the flashback and end it there. But we, we get like a, like a swooshy, like white, white out and then back from white to Ethan talking to Kathy which is this not how ethan, you end a flashback ben was ben was telling dylan what happened and ethan was the one having the flashback <laughs> right like was ethan also telling kathy about the ben flashback? pulled out his pensive and put ethan's memories in and it was ethan- like so many of keith's rancid cuts a very jarring moment <laughs> so kathy is talking about how um how edward won't change his mind And Ethan says, well, I've got a little trick up my sleeve. (laughs) I've got a little trick in my pants. (laughs) She says, so she like is talking, uh, oh, because she says like, I'm a grown woman and I've made a, oh, Ethan tells her this. He says, like, you need to, to stand up because this is your say, too. You're a grown woman and you made a sorry, you made a good decision with your child. You march out there and tell him how you feel. And then he, you know. Edward, hey, hey, can we say at this point, by the way, that Ethan has Ben voice and Ben doesn't because Ben is over it. Apparently. Ben, has, ben has cured his Ben voice. <laughs> ASMR optional. So oh, so God. Edward uh, flaps in as a bat and turns into a man. Uh, drops all his whorehound candy
1: he says uh,
0: he says uh the car's waiting (laughs) outside get out of here ethan and ethan's like sir i love kathy like i've never loved anyone before and i'm gonna go home with her and we're gonna go back to the school she's done well at and then kathy goes um Ethan, you (laughs) should never end a sentence with a preposition (laughs) shut up kathy Why is- why is that here? Okay. So Ethan then, uh, pulls a Ben. Literally, Ben said this last season. He's like- he's like, Sir. Sir. If you are worried that I'm going to impregnate your daughter again, then I'd be willing to get castrated just like your funny horses. And then- Let's go to the barn. Right now. Kathy's parents start laughing, and Ethan says, huh, not the reaction I was hoping for. So, what were so you- So Ethan- Ethan, no, Ethan was-, was Did he want to get his nuts off? He, he really did. No, he didn't want to get his nut off. He wanted to get his nuts off. No, that's that's what I said. Oh, I'm sorry. He's, he's I like, like that, uh, I'm sorry, sir. You're laughing. I was being serious. Take me out back and geld me, bitch. No, dude, do you not understand- when Evelyn told him that it takes cojones to get Kathy to come back to California, that's what he thought that was <laughs> the, pr- he had pay to pay, the cojone price. He has to pay two cojones to let her come back. Man, <laughs> yeah, Ethan, you're very normal in this show. So Brenda Edwards, really like- wanted this child porn Do you think Kathy knows about how he, he uh did revenge porn one time? no but i don't think brendan knows either so so edward is like no son i'm not gonna geld you and he's like come, please, on. come on please come on just a treat please and, and edward's like i can't take you into the barn because that's where we keep our victims so and you're not see things that you can't see so uh so kathy's mom is like no ethan we're not afraid of you getting her pregnant the reason we want our daughter to stay here is because we love her and we missed her and we want her to live with us while she goes to high school, which is like, sure. Yeah. And then Kathy, Kathy's like, does her, her reason I should go to LA speech where she's like, because Edward says, Kathy is 15. She shouldn't be making any life decisions based on a guy. And she says like, Hey, this is about me. You can't go back and we can't go back in time and and change things and t- I can't take back the fact that I got pregnant but now that I've given up my baby it feels like I've got a fresh start and she says I don't want to come back and put you in a weird this is this is so stupid. she's like I don't want to come yeah, back and I, put I, you in- this is maybe the worst argument she could have possibly I have don't want I'm doing this for you You should – people, when they see me, they're going to think you're bad parents. What should happen is you should never see me ever again, and then no one will ever question where I went. Right. Nobody is going to think that you're bad parents if I disappear. When they see the childless couple of Edward and and Kathy's mom, they'll think, what great parents. (laughs) When they they see you and they're like – Hey, shouldn't Kathy be back? And you're ah! like, oh, you oh, killed uh, me with your She teeth. stayed. She stayed in California. They'll be like, oh, cool. You're great parents. <laughs> Nobody's gonna be rude and awkward about that. She says, I love you, like, but not I, Kathy. I love myself, and I made my life out there in California. I have two great friends whose names I can't remember, but they're old Writing women Katty. names. And I love Ethan. Also, please let me go. And then, and then uh Edward says. I feel like castrating you. I really do. And Ethan says, oh great, let's go, let's go, un-stewit, quick, before un-stewit. you change your woo, mind. Woo, 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 woo. He just wants to get him off. Like, like you know. Yeah. He's sick. he's done. <laughs> he doesn't need him anymore. He's... I've had it with these nuts. <laughs> they, You know, they itch sometimes. They get in the way when I'm doing sports and stuff. Ethan I sit down to play it's... piano and sometimes I sit on my nuts and it hurts. You know, it wouldn't <laughs> hurt though. Getting those nuts Galdi- off. G- <laughs> so um Kathy and George are eating dinner. There's a whole Oh, oh th- did did we we uh we we didn't wrap up that scene. So, oh, so Edward Edward is like uh I love Kathy. Maybe it was wrong that we sent her away, but sometimes the best thing to do is the hardest thing to do. Sometimes and the best thing to, to, to do is cut a teenager's a, balls off. The question is Is he saying the hard thing to do is let Kathy go with Ethan, or is he saying the hard thing to do is for Ethan to let Kathy stay? I guess we'll never know until later. So George and Kathy are eating dinner. There's a whole thing about... I know, it sucks. Thanks, Brenda. George and wife number one... (laughs) are eating dinner and there's this whole thing about tom he was like lying to tammy about how she can move in and get married yeah is, okay tammy's... george is george is really earning his stripes this scene so yeah tom tammy's is... trying to move out of her house with her parents and tom told her uh you can we can get married and you can move in with me in my room and then Tammy was like, great, let's have sex about it. And, to- and Kathleen's like, so were you just lying to her about that, Tom? Because you didn't talk sex. to me about whether she would do that. And Tom's like, yes, I was lying to get her to have sex with me. And George is like, well, well, Kathleen, he's just like any other man. He's just saying what she wants to hear so he can have sex with her. And then George and gets that's a, fine. Yeah, George gets a text that um that. Oh, no, I'm that sorry. Says because President Trump resigned. He said, I'm getting a text. Trump resigned. Also, he's like, but spin it around. Tammy was just offering sex so she can move in with you. So actually, Tom's off the hook. He literally says, I think Tom's off the hook. He really does. Okay, so Tammy, Tammy, not Tammy. David is texted, he's on his way uh, to Anne's house for some reason, and- I, I forgot about the David thing, I thought that it was Ricky who was going to tell George that he doesn't want to marry Amy, and I thought he that George was going to tell that he was going to murder him again. So, so he leaves, um, and, oh my god, then- <sighs> Then Kathleen, Tom... by the way, is like because Kathleen knows this is a David thing, and she's yeah. like, Do you want me to go with you, George? And George says, Nah, it's a man thing. It's a man thing when You wouldn't understand. You wouldn't understand what happens when two men's come gets mixed up. So oh, God. So Ugh. Kathleen uh tells Tommy Thomas that uh they should go talk to Tammy and he leaves. Thomas and is back like, to Tom. You know, <laughs> This show has rotted my brain, you see. So, so Tom, Kathleen Kathleen says, Tom, do you love Tammy? And Tom says, well, no, but she was my first love. And this Kathleen is the theme goes, of this episode, you see. Kathleen says, yeah, well, George is my first love. And, she, and Tom says, yeah, I wouldn't make too much of that. And then Tom gives her the fucking Dr. Cox funny scrub shoulder bump on the way out of the room. <laughs> sure. And then Grace walks in and she says... Hey mom, I'm I'm about to drive Jack to the ER so his doctor can tell him his bones are destroyed. He drank a big cup of SkeleGrow, but I don't buy it. Hey, two Harry eee. Potter references. Wow. Uh, so Kathleen is like, well, why don't you just drive Jack back to his dorm? And no one wants him there. No one Grace, wants Jack. yeah. Gray says Jack was at his dorm, but Coach sent him home. Get him out of my sight. And then and then he's Reverend too Christian, Stone, and he's he's Christian, but he's not good at football. He'll never be Tim Tebow. And reference stone had a broken arm. Reference stone called Grace and said, "Hey Grace, can you drive Jack to the ER cuz he he wants to get his casts off and I don't want to go with him because if I take him, they're going to think that I think I'm a faith healer. You know? You know you could just not take him. Hey, because Jack, his bones listen are to definitely your not doctor. Healed. Listen to your doctor. Jack is like a shonen anime protagonist where his power is f- Christianity. He's just like my bones aren't broken. I can keep moving. I can keep fighting. God and Jesus will. Push I can me still forward. use my dick. <laughs> I may have broken my arms, but I can still use my faith. <laughs> so okay, so so Kathleen is like. Well, Grace, uh, you know emergency rooms get crowded at night, so you should take your homework with you. And it's Grace so like, funny yeah, I that I he's going to the emergency room Can you for not this? waste the ER's time if you know they're going to be busy at night? There's a lot of real pressing issues, accidents, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. but this guy needs to get his cast off now. Right, there's so a guy reveal- with a spear through his face, and then the fucking receptionist is like, Uh, Jack Pappas for the <laughs> faith healing? ha! <laughs> jack pappas to prove that god is real (laughs) so uh kathleen is like oh grace before you go um do you think that i really love george or do you think that i'm just going back to him because he was my first love and it's easier and grace just immediately goes the second one and then kathleen is upset and shocked that grace would say that and grace is like face it mom you're a lazy dater and then she leaves and kathleen's like well so are you that's really weird that um, that Grace just turned into Madison for a second. I mean, no offense, but uh, I thought I think it was Jason who said that. that oh, Jason is a lazy dater. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But like, damn, everyone on this show is a lazy dater. There's ten characters. <laughs> man, so so like David <laughs> oh, seriously, seriously, dude. I was I was about to list the characters who are lazy daters, but who cares? It's all of them. Do you remember when Jack and Madison were dating? No. It's so weird to think about. Remember, that that was like... That was like a whole season. And they had sex in they Ricky's bed. They had sex bed. and immediately broke up. They had sex in Ricky's bed and it made Jack cry. Oh my god, I forgot it was in Ricky's bed. So David is talking to George about how Anne got a paternity test. And George reveals that... um that Well, Robbie is his son. But he knew Who? Roberto is his son. And he delivered him in this very house. But all, it doesn't matter because I already got the freaking test and I knew the whole time that he was your son. This is a brand new reveal. And then yeah, he says, par- I guess, I guess after he did the, whose boy are you? He went and got a paternity test and. It was David's baby, even though it couldn't have been David's baby. It's Roberto literally impossible but it's true. Signi- very premature, but by the power of suggestion, Roberto is David's baby because of George's standability. Prematurity aside, she was just way too far along <laughs> for <laughs> for it to possibly be David's anyway. Uh so, yeah, George is uh like, "Hey, uh I I've always known that he wasn't my son, but I I raised him. I've been taking care of him since he was born." you weren't around, so he, he is my son. You left, I stay, and then he says, I stayed with a gay woman. That's what a good dad I am. I like the part when David, for like, like apropos of nothing, is just like, wow, I've got a son! Hooray! Yay! I, mean, I, I can understand that David's probably going through some feelings right now. I think it makes sense uh, to explains, have a little moment of like, oh shit, like, yeah. like oh no, it's real now, like, it's that's not, my oh, son. not, oh shit, it's real. It's, woo! <laughs> he's got like some party poppers and shit no yeah. he like George is like how is your wife gonna feel about this and he says oh well my wife knew about the arrangement she knew that it couldn't have been my baby and also she read she reads fuckmydaughter.tumblr.com cr- uh, clout granny99 and she knows that Anne is gay also. She gets the emails. She's in the fan club. So she knows uh-huh. that Anne's not a threat. But don't worry. I'll let you see Rapporto. At least during the transition. Yeah, okay, so- stone. so not take so, Rapporto away. Great. Yeah, yeah. time to revoke our thing from last week when I was like, oh, David seems alright. He seems like he's probably a better- da-. Don't worry, like, George. You're never gonna see this kid again. <laughs> David is being so shitty here. I fucking hate this guy. He He's like- He's like, Oh, Anne is going to kill you for not, for not finding me and telling me that Riboruto was my son. He's like, I think that what you did is illegal, which I don't think is true. Uh, and yeah, George is like, Okay, you should think about this, David, because this is going to upset the whole system. If, if you come in and decide that you're the dad now and I'm not. And David's like, Well, you know, it's fine. Like we'll, yeah, he says, we'll work something out where you're allowed to see him at least in the transition. Like, George has been raising this kid for, like, two years now. He's been raising this kid from infancy to infancy. Yeah, you have to understand. George is, like, allowed, allowed to see my own son. And David says, stop saying that. You just said it's not true. He's my son, not yours. And oh, yeah, shut I- up. I take back David's funny house. Fuck this guy. He's being such an asshole. I mean, hey, hey, it wasn't it wasn't that David is David is a good person. It's just that if Roberto and Amy and Ashley had been raised by David Johnson, they would have turned out better. It would have been funny. And they would. So we go a, back to the like, hospital. we a nurse. Were you beaten up by that? No good pimp. Are he you said, the famous? He says, Jack yeah, yes, ma'am. That was me. And she says, oh, I'll get you in right away. And this guy who's walking up to the reception with desk the spear. with a spear through his face <laughs> is like, Oh man. Sorry, your insurance got turned down. Sorry, oh, the spear went through your face from a from a good you pimp. You didn't meet your deductible. Oh man, there's a spear in my brain. So Grace uh Grace like tells th- that, that, like that famous that, guy. I bet Adrian probably read about him in her, her psychology class was that guy's name nigel something? phineas gage phineas gage yeah that's Man, a that's fucking a, hell of a that story. that is a fucking wild story i think there's a dollop on it give it a listen it's very gross uh so jack yes yeah, seriously if you were thinking about listening to that know that it's very gross it's also uh, very interesting it is so very interesting so jack so- tells grace that he <laughs> i finally selected my major the lord spoke to me and, and get- then Grace says the title of this episode, which is "Through the Miracle of the Bones." <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? You're listening to the It, the only podcast about sneaker life of American teenager. We're talking about episode 14 of season five, "The Miracle of Bones." <laughs> the Miracle of the Bones is that like a thing in Christianity? Is there a miracle? of... No, is it's that- a thing. In, it's a thing in cool Judaism. It's uh, it's part is of it Helica. The- sure. Okay. All right. Well, I'm that joke. Went... No, is that is that something? Is that real or is that a? It joke? is a Hanukkah joke. Oh, helica. Okay. Yeah. That that was a. Okay. Man, that was oh, a. So, thud- oh, hold on. Rudy. Let me let me just check our Patreon. Oh, it's Empty. gone. Uh, they they <laughs> shut down our account. Sorry about that. That was on. That's on me. Sorry about that. <laughs> the Jack uh, bones connected to the dick bone. So Jack <laughs> now is here's like the word Grace... of the Lord. Through the miracle of the bones, I'm going to be a minister. And then Grace is like, well, Jack, if your bones are healed, then I think you should do it. But if not, I think you should stick with Jack major again. What is, is Jack majoring to you, Grace? In? You were fucking so Christian earlier. What, what, what is happened? Jack major? Okay, I... T- Jack is t- undecided. No, Jack, okay, okay. Realistically, Jack is a business major. Like, we know this, even if it never was never said he's a business major. Yes. Or, or a communications Any long major. And he longboards to class. <laughs> of course he does. He got the love of Christ beaten into him and now Grace doesn't like him anymore. I wanna I wanna say, to Grace's credit and to the credit of the general Christian public, I don't think that being a Christian means that you think that your bones would heal miraculously fast. Not at all. I don't think that about any religion. I mean Except bonism. Except for (laughs) except for bonism. That is the like that is the like modifier the perk you get when you convert is that your bones heal faster you get like a plus five percent bone healing rate on your oh, stats when you, when you create your character and it asks you for your religious background you're like yeah hmm. and it gives well i want well, my if I if pick I, christianity my, legs, my bones heal 50 percent faster but if i pick judaism i can fly but which if is i very... pick judaism then i'm better at podcasts high five <laughs> so much funnier uh, i like how we both clapped <laughs> which There's the a illusion. double high five. Shut up. Hell so yeah. Ricky, Ricky gets home and Amy's like, "Hey, Ricky, how was therapy?" And he says, "I'm, I'm great again. I love you. It's fluff time. Here's some tacos." Uh, and I didn't it, think this was fluffy. I was pissed no, I off he at was Ricky. So this scene. He's like, "He's like, I don't trust your shitty cooking." Amy he's made being such a douche. She's like, I, "Yeah, I got what I needed at therapy. Do you want a taco?" And Amy's like, "Oh, I already ate." I, I, told I you need to tell be, you how much this for show. Me and I need to tell you how much this show has broken my brain. Whenever Amy and Ricky are on screen and not yelling at each other, I think in my head, "Oh, Brenda's doing fluff." <laughs> so Amy's yeah. like, "Amy's like, oh, Amy's well, like, I Amy's like, oh, I-, I told you I'd be cooking tonight." And Ricky's like, "Taco," and she's like, "Come on, it was it, I, it was good. I made something new, miso soup with edamame." And Ricky's like, "Taco, fuck off." I'm gonna say one thing. I'm one thing in Ricky's Ricky's defense, which is if someone said we're having miso soup for dinner, I'd say I can't. That's not going to fill me up. That's delicious.
1: Well, Alien. we learned
0: later that she was trying to trying to keep it light because she was planning on. There is nothing in this world better than fucking with a belly full of soup. <laughs> a belly full of hot soup. I'm I'm going to assume that she didn't like load up on soup the moment before Miss Ricky returned. Slush, home. Slush, slush, slush. So, uh um, Damn, that's hot. So damn, that's literally hot. Amy, ha. So Amy's like, "Hey, uh what did what did you talk about tonight? Me and he says, uh, yeah, you and me, life, the universe and everything." And I said, "Ha, <laughs> 42." I know that one and then he says uh he admits that he told dr fields he's like i i told dr fields the truth that we're not really married Fuck. but don't worry he's everyone's a therapist he won't no. tell anyone everyone's gonna know everyone's gonna find out what are you hey, talking george. about he's a doctor hey he george can. hey marshall's corpse grace everybody check this out hey all you people hey all you people won't you listen to me i just had a secret it's no ordinary secret it's a it's secret one about amy AB and, AB. and ricky they were deep in married. You've De-bapa. got to watch this wedding. <laughs> it's no ordinary wedding. It's, it's a the Mississippi funniest squ- wedding in L.A. It's not in L.A. They they drove way out of town for uh, that shit, funny you're right. wedding. Anyway, so uh, Amy's like, uh, Ricky, I, I wish that you would tell me about the stuff that you say to your therapist. And Ricky's like... Eh, I mean, it takes an hour of saying random meaningless stuff before you get to what you really want to say, which is, I mean, not really. Uh Hey, hey, check this out. I'm going to tell you all my favorite Grr quotes. Hey, purple, <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, it, t- it takes an hour of singing the Doom song. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, that's why Ken Fields is such a shitty therapist, is he just wants to get Ricky out the door. He's like, oh man, this kid has been singing Doom for a whole hour. I got to get him out of here. I got mother other patients to see except for when he cancels all of his appointments for Ricky (laughs) cancel all of my appointments. Ricky's the only one who needs help. Remember he he did that. Remember he did. No, I remember he did that and I'm still mad about it. So Amy, Amy asks Ricky, she's like, so what did you really want to say to your therapist? And he says that I love you and I want to marry you and have a wonderful life with you and John. And I love this liar. Can't, I can't tell what I'm supposed to think of this moment. When you go to therapy, you tell all of your secrets to your therapist, and it gives you better lying energy. I, I genuinely can't tell if we're meant to believe, like, oh, he, he said he doesn't like Amy, but he didn't mean it. He was just working through his anger or whatever. Or am I supposed to think, oh, he's lying, and he, he does, he... I, In a just... straight couple, it's important every so often. I'll, I'll say it I'll say once a week. To go to your therapist and talk about how much you hate your wife and how much you don't want to be That's married. That's true. This is this is this a is... straight TV couple. I, I forgot that, that disliking her is a prerequisite for the relationship being it's good. Par, it's part of the package. It's important yeah. that he hates her. So, yeah. like, so speaking he of hates, the package, Ricky is like, hey, Amy, what did you do while I was out? And she says, I took a long hot bath and got rested and ate a light dinner so that you and I can... I load it up on some a, time together tonight. I loaded up on a healthy probiotic soup. Enriched <laughs> with kombu and dashi. Delicious. And then, they kiss. And he says, mm, tastes like dashi. I'm gonna kombu. I'm gonna kombin you. <laughs> <laughs> gonna edit that one out. So... No, leave it in. They need to Ugh. know. Man, oh it's so weird. We actually have to pay our patrons now. <laughs> they reinstated our Patreon account, and it just says negative a million. So uh, Adrian and Omar in, are in bed. She's looking at her engagement ring and loving it. And then Omar is like, hey, do you want to you call your parents and let them know? And she's like, nah, let's not ruin this. Let's, and not then pay, Omar's, let's not pay for those two actors. Yeah. And then, God, when were they last on? So Omar says. Uh, oh, it was like, when well, Ben fainted oh yeah jesus so omar's like uh well my parents already know i texted my mom that we got engaged when you were getting undressed before we had sex he's a really normal guy so they like talk about and she just like she's like oh whatever that's we'll brush past that um and then she's like well no kids before i graduate and get a job and then he's like of course not we're gonna travel around and and do things and yeah and and adrian's like, like uh, you're going to be a teacher and I'm going to be practicing family law, hopefully. Like what money are we going to have for traveling? <laughs> and he's like, well, lawyers don't make a lot of money. Okay. Lawyers don't make a lot of money and teachers never have summers free to do whatever. Let's just say my job interview wasn't really a job interview. I was pitching an idea I had and they bought it and we're going to be just fine on money. I just got, I, here's my idea. Here it is. Ready? What if you could get an entire education on DVD? Now I know what you're thinking. <laughs> on that's on three CD-ROMs. Uh, now I know what you're thinking. In or- usually, traditionally, to get a, a high school diploma, you go to school every day for what five years plus three years plus four years every day all all day for like six hours a day what if we put you, all that i'm sorry did you just forget that there's 12 grades it's been a while since i've been in <laughs> school okay it's been a for, while uh, i think it's like nine it's like eight years and then freshman Look, and i i forgot to- i haven't been in high, i don't think about my high school education that often anyways this is gonna be like a 2500 volume vhs set with the best teachers in the country doing lessons. Kindergarten and, through senior year. Or if you need help with homework. So if you're like, man, I'm having a little bit of trouble with my, uh, with my pre-algebra, which is, uh, which is, or it's my pre-calculus, which is harder than calculus, by the way. Um, I need help for Thursday's, the 26th lesson on pre-calculus. Now to find it on my DVD. Well, I mean, here, the idea is, the idea is, uh, it's you get the best teachers in America and they just they just do their entire lesson plan. So I assume that the idea would be like, oh, I'm I'm taking pre-calculus and I'm having trouble with this specific thing or like I'm in trigonometry and I'm I'm having a tough time with the tangents or whatever. I just feel like look, surely, at, look at me forgetting this, how math works. Surely this exists, right? Surely there's it, something. Yeah, like I mean, it's a great idea, Omar. That's why it already exists. I've got this great idea, Adrian. Kids need help remembering things. What if we made an album of of cartoon songs about grammar and math and fractions? We could. I mean, I don't, I don't want to hold it against Brenda too much, considering that like you can't predict the future that easily. But I'm pretty sure that this already existed in. Surely there were videotapes or VHSs or or DVDs. I'm pretty sure I had a Coursera account in 2012. Also, online education, I think, was getting started around 20... 20- no, I think it was in full boom. I was taking classes online back in high school, so... Yeah, I mean, this is entirely already a thing that existed. Well, he got a uh, check... Also, he ch- I, I don't like that Omar's, like, this could, like, replace an entire education. Like, yeah, way to just fucking devalue all teachers. We're gonna fire all teachers because of like, Omar. I, you know, I just don't think there's any value to having a classroom with a teacher... It's also, he says, going to help out third world countries where they have. And Omar, eight, when, by the time he gets to third world countries, Adrian is like, "I don't give a shit anymore. I'm already too horny." I'm horny. Oh, oh because Omar says he says he wants to put, he wants to put a uh, he wants to put an entire. Uh, high school education's worth of of curriculum on a DVD set. He got it. He's got the money to pay for it. He's Unfortunately, got it. little did he know, in 2019, that would just be on YouTube for free. Well, he got a whole million dollars to make this. Yeah, so they gave him a check for a million dollars. Which, he looks at this check for a million dollars that's an investment for his idea, his business no, idea that no, he has no, got. no, 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 it's not. Oh, did they buy it from him? Or is it he just said, money? He says that they loved the idea so much, they gave me a check for a million dollars, not including it. my salary and royalties. They just liked it. Here, they just loved the idea dollars. so much that they gave him a million dollars. <laughs> People on this show, this the lessons that it teaches the teens. Sometimes rich men will just give you a million dollars, or however much Leo gave Ricky. Yeah, like, anyway... I, it, what, like is omar bone. is omar gonna be working on this or is he just like i'm the idea guy <laughs> <laughs> um uh what if they taught uh, uh uh geography damn here have another one take some more yeah so adrian's ho- adrian's horny for omar and she's like wow i'm gonna marry a millionaire let's fuck and then uh so ben gets home from dinner uh and he said he's like dad why why did you do this i thought you didn't like dylan and leo's like well, I knew that she would never be appearing on the show again. Uh, he's, he's like, well, Ben, I knew, I knew that you've been lonely, and I know that you still have feelings for Dylan. And Ben's like, I think that Chloe told you that I'm still in love with Amy, and you panicked. And Leo says, no. And then Ben says, dad, I had an epiphany, which was that the pregnancy just made me feel needed by Amy, and it made me feel strong and important which is what I wanted because you were always such a strong and important swollen, man. Her big swollen belly with yeah, life he Yeah, he, he just oh. liked the belly. Yeah, But he's he's like, well, Dad, I, I'm i not in love with Dylan, but I do really like her, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, I can't imagine it's going to go pretty well. Doesn't really go much of anywhere. So he says, uh, I hope I can be happy with someone like you are with Camille. And Leo says, well, Ben, you're grown up. I like the new you and then he says good night Ben I love you son and tonight I mean, I mean it. it Oh <laughs> Oh and tonight I'm not just saying that Here Ben take a million dollars uh against all odds though i think that this scene was my cool teen moment yeah i think i think so uh anyway ben gets a phone call we had five fucking seasons of ben being the worst and he had the epiphany in the dumbest way possible but i guess it's better than him not having the. so ben gets a phone call from someone and smiles and it's not explained yeah george um, George, they did, George just found out that he may lose his son and never get to see him again, the baby he raised, and, like, fuck George. But this is horrible news Oh, I, and I can't just fuck George. Well, neither can he, George he can't fuck get Kathleen. It up. He can't get it up, and it's fun. And Kathleen's like, it happens to every, every, you know, every man has performance anxiety sometimes, and Tom's room is outside. It's like, he just found out he's losing his son! Can you blame the man for not wanting to boink? Nope. I guess I can. Come on, George! Surely, you, <laughs> surely. Come on, you man! That's be- Josie Bassett, special that's guest jo- star. <laughs> She's a special guest star. Has been here since season one. You gotta get down on she, that. She and Mark Derwin are both listed as special guest stars now. Have you noticed that? <laughs> man, he's he is a special. He is he is quite special. A very special guest. He's very special. It's George. Wow. Well. <laughs> So he says, I swear this isn't our future. And she says, I love you. And then he says, I don't know why. This, so- by the way, she's, uh-huh. like, she's like, don't worry about it, George. You have a lot on your mind. Tom is right across the hall. Like, the timing just wasn't right. Have they still not fucked? No, they're waiting for the perfect moment. It's- they haven't gone steady long enough. <laughs> it's really weird. So we go back to the hospital and Jack is there talking to a doctor who... Dr. Chan apparently he's did that was that a name yeah it's on his name tag oh okay so he's talking to dr chan who is a psychiatrist it might have been uh, dr chan i might have done a typo no i think it was dr chan the e and the a are far away from dr cheney dr cheney is here and he's but telling call me him dick that the, dr dick is here to tell him that the cast <laughs> are coming off ricky d dick weeks. dr md is here <laughs> and jack's like but wait but wait my bone healing juice my prayer I don't need yeah. the pain meds. It's a miracle. So he's, and he's just he's like, like, "Hey, look. your your surgeon's not ready to see you, but uh, I I think that he he told me your your casts are not going to be coming off for a while. So uh, here's here's my card. I I understand that you have been resistant to counseling. You should come talk to me sometime. And he's like, "Have are you? Have you been taking your pain meds?" And Jack's like, "I don't need them. I'm healed." Man. And then this is weird. Uh huh. The doctor sees grace like sleeping next to jack because it's <gasps> late and she fell asleep and he's uh he's like oh is that your girlfriend and and she wakes up and she's like oh oh hey it's... i i know you it's oh yeah yeah that's right dr chan from hey, Metcamp. Yeah, they said his name yeah for med and, he's, camp and th- he's like oh hey grace good to see you i missed you last summer and then he says as i recall you're a bit religious yourself is your fault you suggest and grace is like no 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 i'm not really no 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 no, i decided i decided it's over it's over and then he's like i'm not christian anymore and then he's like if this is what being christian is then i'm done she says jack insisted that his bones are healed then he says oh well you go home and tell jack to come see me tomorrow and i'm just thinking about like man what a waste of a night for grace Said yeah, I don't, know, I don't for, know why they did this. I don't so, know why they're dating. I don't know why Jack is this way. And then she tells him that he doesn't know a thing about Bones or God. <laughs> he doesn't know anything about Bones or God. Okay, uh, so Kathy, so Kathy's grandma is very happy that Kathy's back in L.A. Great job, Ethan. Yeah, they're having champ. their reunion at Kathy's grandma's house because the airport... You, you can't have two airport scenes in one episode. That's expensive. Yeah. So... uh Kathy's parents said that she can stay for the rest of the school year, and then, and then we'll they'll see, see after that. They're, they say, and these are real words, that they yep. say that they're glad that Ethan is back in one piece, and Ethan looks really defeated about it. Damn it. I wish I wasn't. I just thought he I sat down on the plane, and I sat on him again. They're just so big and I'm swollen. back here in three pieces. It's me, and then each of my balls. Oh, man. What if, uh... What if what if it later in the season Ethan got into a fight and someone kneed him in the dick and then he smiled and got powerful, like Theon? <laughs> I thought you were gonna say that a pimp beat his dick off. Yeah, he's in a fight with a pimp and it kicks him in the dick and it powers him. Bam, up. bam! And his dick just falls right off. So Ethan says goodnight and start gets brief. the fuck out. Anyway, Starts. Uh, start- <laughs> Anyway, Man, he is a Christian. So Kathy tells, oh yeah, I forgot. So Kathy tells Ethan, she's like, uh, by the way, I don't owe you sex for this, and he's like, okay. And then they they kiss and they say I love you, and then Ethan Ethan says, do you think it'll last? And Kathy oh my says, I, uh, Ethan, I have no doubt that you're the guy for me. And then we go, we cut to Ben who's standing outside and he's looking up at the moon and he's smiling and he's feeling hopeful. What was that and phone call? What was that was, phone call, Ben? I think it's implied that he was talking to Dylan, his girlfriend that we'll never see again. Yep. Bye. He's the gonna end. be dating Dylan off screen for the rest of his life. Yeah. That's well, it. I, Amy, I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't run that relay race that we're running in the, uh, season twenty because unfortunately I'm going on a date with Dylan, and uh, it's really sad that I can't go to Jack's funeral either. Yeah. So that's uh, that's Brenda Vision. That's Brenda Vision. Um, that's Brenda. I I have something to share with you. Uh, let's let's let's. No, I, I have this right now. I want to read this to you, and then we can do favorite least favorite characters. Sure. So I'm on Secret Life Wiki. Okay. So this episode aired March 2013. Okay. But I I assume that the episode titles had been up. Uh, so they created the articles on the wiki before the episodes aired. Okay. Meaning that we have comments from before okay. the episode aired. <laughs> okay so an anonymous user uh announces in the comments jack is alive but paralyzed and might never be able to play football again kathy goes into labor and grace realizes that she's pregnant how
1: and would then Grace have
0: gotten pre- well whatever another user replies how does grace get pregnant i thought that they never had sex and then the first person replies she did three times to be exact First with oh. Jack, then with Grant, then with Daniel, but I don't know who's the father is. I think it's probably Jack, but I'm not sure. That cum has been taking its sweet, sweet time up her her tubes. And then, and then the other user says, "Hey, how do you know that? This episode hasn't even come out yet. I'm trying to look for another way to watch it because on because ne- it's not on Netflix yet." <laughs> and then the other person says, "I just know it happens. <laughs> it's a miracle." Okay. It's a miracle. I've got kind of in a hurry, so we're going to we're gonna get through our, uh, least favorite character and favorite character. I, I have a somewhere. controversial opinion. Is it Ben? Because I'm thinking Ben. It's Ben. It's Ben. Yeah, it's Ben. It's Ben. And least favorite character, David Johnson, for sure. Yeah, same. <laughs> yep, Ben and David, yep. Synergy. Okay. Tumblr.com. If you have any questions, you can send them to Tumblr.com. com forward slash ask. Send them to Tumblr. Tell them it's been a year since (laughs) Email them uh, to Tumblr support, and they will never look at them because I don't think Tumblr support reads their emails. Never. I have two questions. One of them is from Dr. Balls Dandy, aka Dr. B. Dandy, friend of the show. It says, Naruto's other child is named Himawari. Thank you. I think I remember hearing that. Oh, yeah, because she's a little Hinata-looking girl. (laughs) It's like- (laughs) It's, you can only have kids that look just like your mom and dad. Yeah, the like, girls like look one... like the mom, the boys look like the dad, and they're both named after their own parents. God, that's so, man. Thank you. I can't remember the author's name of Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought you probably, I thought you were like, thank you, uh, what was it? Doctor. Doctor. Doctor uh, Ass. Good job uh, or something. Sh- Doctor funny no Ethan no balls and that's just fine and dandy. <laughs> um here's one from anonymous. He says Tumblr user bill uh, billbox fieri it's friend of the show H Um I know you hate watching this show, but now that you're nearing the end, do you think there's any part of it that you'll actually miss? Asking from work computer so I don't want to log in. Nope. Can't wait for this to be over. <sighs> the weird thing is as we've progressed through the show, I kind of miss season one. I miss season one, but also, God, I don't want to watch this show anymore. (laughs) When I'm done with the show... I mean, I still won't miss it because we'll be reading fan fiction I when we're done with that. I might dip into, like, uh, one episode of season one. Maybe a woman on the verge. Maybe something with, like... We do. We have we have promised we'll do an audio commentary of Just Say Me at some point. And we're, yeah, I think we should do Although an audio we're, commentary. We're dodging the question. When the time comes and we are done with Secret Life... I won't miss will it. Will we miss anything about it? I won't miss anything about it. The show itself, I will miss doing the fun podcast, but I won't miss watching it in any way, shape, or form. I feel like Game of Thrones is going to be doing some heavy lifting for things for me to be mad about at all times. (laughs) You need to, yeah, I know. You got to find something new. You got to find. I guess I I guess I'll have to find something new. Who knows? Maybe I'll get back into Switched at Birth. Ooh, you should. uh, You should watch. Watch it. What's that show? Newsroom. The one that everyone oh God. loves. Dude, I've, I've watched one episode of the newsroom and I could not, I cannot go back for a second. <laughs> what if we did a Switched at Birth podcast called Brothers at Birth? I don't want to do that. <laughs> Good choice. But I did want to say the title. That's a funny title uh, for it. For a podcast that won't exist. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. I'm not. Twitter.com slash jergonit, jergonit.tumblr.com, twitter.com slash Me, twitter.com slash Jordan. We have a Discord. You can join and you can chat with us about various things. The link is on all of our episode posts. We have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash at $1 gets you access to any of our bonus content, our secret diary of Ashley Jurgen's readings, our episode audio commentaries, our Circle Jerg episodes, our Grant High School Exchange program episodes where we watch various high school teen movies. Beastly Next. As well as our fanfiction readings. We just read uh, a wonderful duo of stories by fanfiction.net author Amy Amy and Ricky. Ricky. Uh, So that was fun. We're going to be seeing a little bit more of that person uh, soon. But not just yet because the holidays are coming up and scheduling is weird. $5 gets you a shout out in the podcast and you can send in a message that we will read in Ben Voice ASMR optional $10. Gives you a special Discord role that you can use to listen in on the podcast while we record it, as well as all the other stuff. Shout out to our ten and five dollars subscribers: Valerie W, Destry Hawk, H Cape, Doctor B Dandy, Colby, and Alexander Grass Dragon Corbett. Thanks a whole bunch. Thank you very much. And I have, I got, a, I got a little thing. Okay. Uh, I made another uh, video of me reading Family Circus comments. Oh, it's great. Please watch it. Uh you can find that uh I i tweeted it, I retweeted it onto the jurgen at Twitter because I'm it. full of myself. Uh the They're video. videos of, It's it's on YouTube. I believe I titled it uh Middle Aged Edge Lords Still Hate Family Circus. Check that out. Great video. Uh like, comment, and subscribe. Uh you can Ring find all of our episodes bell. at secretlifepod.com. We are sponsored by noisepace.xyz, the home of podcasts sponsored? such as We're hosted on noise space. We're hosted by NoiseSpace. We're sponsored by Noise Space. Uh, Matt doesn't know it, but he is paying me. Uh, No, we are hosted by Noisespace.xyz, excuse me, thank you, where you can find such podcasts as Tuning Fork, which Uh, just did an episode on uh, Spider-Man of the Rings by Dan Deacon, an album that I love a whole bunch. That's a good, that's an album. I don't think I've ever listened to it. You can listen to City Girls Make Do. You can listen to Island Shuffle. Podcasting is forbidden in the cloud recesses. And more. And the rest. And many more like my pod cabbages. And like we say at the end of every episode. I got no bones. Get it off me. Help! Get it off me. Get it off oh. me. oh, Brenda! Hi Brenda! Thanks! Brenda Vision! American teenager in is-